0: And so uh, a couple of weeks ago, I believe, there was something out on social media, it was put out on social media where uh, you can be a part of prayer for students. And basically you are assigned, you just sign up and uh, just let us know basically. And you'll be assigned a student and you'll get a little card with a picture on it. And uh, what, what we're asking you to do is to pray for that student every single day during this school year. And so the goal is to have each student in every school, high school, and I think even going into middle school now, uh, to have every school in, in this area being prayed for every day as they go through their school years until they graduate. So it's a powerful thing, and if you want to get involved with that, you can see you can see me after the service, and uh, we can get you hooked up and, and get your information and, uh, to the person that is over that and uh, get you to be a part of that. And then the last thing to to mention is our very first serve day of 2021 is this coming saturday and we're going to be serving at the food pantry at 9 a.m and so we get to be a blessing there and uh, stock shelves and get things prepared and ready for those that are going to be able to go through there and get the things that they need over the next week or two and so we encourage you this saturday nine o'clock downtown food pantry be there and let's serve together and uh, be the hands and feet of Jesus in our community amen well today is vision weekend 2021 and if if you've never been here on the first maybe you started coming to church here uh over this past year uh, we set aside the first Sunday of every year and we talk about a little bit about what God did in 2020 just some practical things that God did through you and through your giving and and through his goodness and his grace and his mercy amen and then we look ahead at what God is speaking to our church for 2021, and uh, we have a word that we that we link each year to that we're focusing on, and that we're believing God for in every person and every family within our church for that year. And so that's what today is all about. And as we jump in, I want to share a few practical things. And today's a little bit different. Uh, there'll be a little bit of a message as we get to our word for 2021 here in just a few moments and I want to kind of give an introduction for that and then we're going to have a series that we're going to be doing over that for the next five weeks we'll talk more about that but to get us started I want to give you just some practical numbers some practical things that that God was able to do through our church through you come on somebody say I am the church this is through you and so uh, we're going to start today, I want to start uh, in how you guys have been a blessing and how our church has been able to be a blessing. With uh, We always like to go back and look at what the total amount of giving or the total amount of income, if you want to say, for our church was for the previous year. And to do that, I want to kind of give you the, the last couple of years leading up to and just show you how God has been faithful in our church and through your giving. In 2018... Um, I was going back and looking at these numbers. In 2018, our total income as a church was $240,288.31, which is awesome. Last year, or in 2019, I gotta get used to saying, like, you know, last year is now 2020. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I get a better amen there to say last year is 2020, right? 2019 total income was 319309 And then in 2020... In a year where we didn't even gather here for 13 Sundays. Let me say that again. We didn't gather in this building for 13 Sundays out of 52. And our total income for the year of 2020 was (laughs) $418,229.37. Come on, isn't God good? I was reminded this last year of how he's going to take care of his church. He's going to take, and if you were, listen, if you were to go back and look at 2020, I know that 2020 has been a hard year, and we, we kind of, we speak about 2020 in a negative way a lot of times in our conversations. But if you were to go back and look at your life and your family and different things like that, I promise you, you can find at least one thing that God was faithful, that God saw you through, that God did something in your life. For many of us, we could really we could really find a lot of things to where God was faithful and God was good. And even though it was a difficult year, we came out on the other side and God is still faithful and God is still good, amen? So because of... Uh, Your generosity as a church, we were able to be a blessing in our community. It's something we do at the end of every single year. And uh, we were able to be a blessing to several different organizations locally and uh, in the surrounding areas. And then in uh, some different areas that are more geared toward uh, around the world. And just some of those numbers, we were able to give away $7,500 to ARC. Which if you're not familiar with that, we are an ARC church. And so we planted this church through an organization called ARC. And they do training, provide resources, and, and equip you uh, really to go into a community that you feel called to and so uh, and to plant a church, plant a life-giving church. And so all of that money, 100% of everything that is donated to them goes to planting more churches, having more churches and more communities that are bringing the gospel and the message of Jesus. Amen. Uh, another thing is $7,000 that we were able to donate to the Pure Hope Foundation to help with, uh, the rescue of human trafficking victims. So $7,000 we were able to sow into a ministry that takes uh, people that were a part of human trafficking and is trying to, to get them back on their feet and, and uh, love on them and teach them things. And, and a, lot of, a, lot of those, a lot of those people have been in that since they were very young. And so uh, it's a process. And we were able, my wife and I were actually able to go and visit this organization uh, a few months ago and see how they did, what they did, and why they did it, and it was incredible. And so uh, part of your giving was able to go to that. $4,000 to the Downtown Food Pantry, which helps feed hundreds and thousands of people in our community this year. Uh, $4,000 to Paris Transitional Housing. Uh, $3,500 to the New Hope Center to assist with uh, those who might be homeless, needing a place to stay. $3,000 to the Paris Pregnancy Center. Uh, to help with classes and counseling and practical needs things like that a thousand dollars a couple of new areas that uh, we were able to give to this year a thousand dollars to the Bogota food pantry. right this was brought to our attention that theres are communities around us that are that are also trying to do their best to, to feed those in their community and so we wanted to sow into that and be a blessing to them. Uh, another thousand dollars to the Roxton food pantry. And uh, then we were able to give away $10,000, or we're going to be able to give away $10,000 to a special ministry. that I'm, They're going to be with us on Sunday, February the 7th. And so I'm going to let them kind of share what they do, and, and we're going to present them with that on that day. But it's going to be an incredible day. We want you to be here for that, and I'll save that for uh, February the 7th so you can get more information about that. Um, we were able to 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 give away about7, thousand dollars toward benevolence needs um, in our church and in our community man that's people that need fuel need a place to stay need you know help in some way that uh, they're, they they go through this process of filling out this form which is now online uh, thanks to Ashley come on let's give it up for Ashley and they can. They can go online and fill out what it is that their need is and then we we look at that and and decide you know based on the budget for that year what what we're able to help people with and just be a blessing in our community with practical needs people needing food hygiene things places to stay things like that and so we're able to be a blessing in that way uh, another 2200 that went toward uh, different outreach projects that we did 1300 that went towards serve day 2020 and so uh, just supplies and things that we gathered for that day uh, to serve back in July. Um, we were able to, to, to do about, about $4,500 into backpacks and school supplies and things for the kids as they went back to school back in August. And so we gave those away to people in our community that needed them. They could just drive up and get a backpack that had school supplies and things in it to be a blessing to them. And so altogether... Uh, we were able to give away about $56,000 to bless and serve people in our church, in our community, in missions. We, we also served about 2,400, to the best of, of our ability to count it, about 2,400 meals to people just on our regular serve days where we're serving lunches and doing that thing. And so uh, that's awesome. And that's not even to mention all the events and ministries and retreats and conferences and things that that uh, we were able to do in-house uh, for our growth and grow groups and what we're able to invest in that and providing child care and all of the things. Listen, it's all because of your generosity. It's all because of you paying it forward and sowing into it. For those of you that tithe regularly, come on, that you believe in the tithe and, and you tithe regularly, it's, 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 a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal that, that money is able to bless a lot of people. And uh, you 've given this year you 've given toward what we 've called the beyond movement Fund and if you know if you 've been here uh, a few months ago, we started talking about how we have a goal as a church and a vision that we want to pay off our new facility by the end of this year that we 're in. We want to be completely debt free and so you 've been giving toward that and uh, the the total beyond movement balance right now is about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that 's been given toward that facility. <clears throat> Uh, the total project is estimated to be about 700, and we're believing that this year we're going to pay that off. That we're already $250,000 on the way there. Come on, somebody. And we're going to pay that thing off, and it's because of your generosity. It's because of your giving. It's because of your faithfulness, right? It just it, it doesn't come out of thin air. <laughs> it's because you're faithful. It's because you tithe. It's because you give over and above the tithe. It's because of your generosity that we're able to do that. And be a blessing in our community and and uh, be debt-free by the end of this year and so it's incredible and um, before we jump into uh, our vision for 2021 Uh, make mention of a couple of things by the end of January just some practical things uh, giving statements uh, income statements things like that are going to be available for you and so you'll be able to pick those up as all of that gets finalized you may get an email uh, that may be here if you if we don't have your email on file but want to let you know about that and before we get into the vision for 2021 which I'm excited about and I want to share with you today I want us to take a quick look at this 2020 recap video Come on, can we give God, come on, give God praise for what he did in 2020. (laughs) About halfway through the year, everybody thinking, what is God doing in 2020? He did a lot. And our word for 2020 was progress. And here's what I believe. If you wanted progress in 2020, God was still able to progress you in 2020. Come on, there are so many of us. One thing that we didn't mention earlier, but during the year of 2020, uh, and everything that was going on, it was actually the highest attendance in our grow groups that we've ever had. People getting in a group, people being in community, people growing, being discipled. And uh, it's, a, it's a big deal. It's an important thing. And uh, man, we just, we can't say thank you enough um, for supporting this ministry and what God is doing here. And being faithful and attending and giving and serving and everything that you do. Uh, it's making a difference. It truly, truly is. And so uh, we're so thankful for all that God did in 2020 uh, in what we call the year of progress. And before I share our word for 2021, I want us to look together uh, at a few scriptures in Acts chapter 2, which is where we're getting our word from this year. Acts chapter 2, and I want to start in verse 42, reading from the Amplified Bible, and this is what it says. It says, they were continually... Talking about the, the, the first church, the early believers, the first believers. They were continually and faithfully devoting themselves to the instruction of the apostles and to fellowship, eating meals together, and to prayers. A sense of awe was felt by everyone, and many wonders and signs attesting miracles were taking place through the apostles. And all those who had believed in Jesus as Savior were together and had all things in common, considering their possessions to belong to the group as a whole. And they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing the proceeds with all the other believers as anyone had need. Day after day, they met in the temple area, continuing with one mind and breaking bread in various private homes. They were eating their meals together with joy and generous hearts, praising God continually and having favor with all the people. And the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were being saved. What I love about this passage, these five or six verses is that we see a picture of what uh, if you go back and read right before this the day of pentecost has just happened the church has begun peter has stepped out and he has preached you know the first message if you want to say that to all of these people thousands of people get saved and immediately after thousands of people put their faith and their trust in jesus christ this is what it says thousands of people the holy spirit has just come the church has just begun. Thousands of people have just been added to the body of Christ as believers. And then it goes into this passage that says, and they were continually and faithfully doing what? Devoting themselves. And then it lists these things and it goes through all these things. And so this year for 2021, here's what I believe God is speaking to our church. Our word for 2021 is devoted. Our word for 2021 is devoted and here's what i felt like the lord was saying to me you can say a word like progress and everybody's like yes pro like that's what i want i want progress i want to get farther i want to get more i want to get you know i i want to be deeper and and that's really good but i think that god's going to do something significant in a year where we are devoted And I'm going to explain to you in just a few minutes these things that I feel like the Lord is calling us to be devoted to. But in 2021, as we turn the page and we enter this new year, our focus is going to be on devoted, devotion, devoted and I want to talk to you about it and kind of give you an introduction and for the next five Sundays after today we're going to be in a series called devoted and we're going to talk about five specific things but before we get into that the word devoted that is used here in verse 42 that we read it's a word that literally means to attend to constantly to think about that for a moment if you're devoted to something that means that you attend you are attending to that constantly Well, what does that mean? So I looked up what that means, and it means to attend to means to be present, to listen, or to give care, or special attention to. It means I'm going to pay special attention. I'm going to attend to this constantly regularly, right? You can, you can attend to a project that you've been ignoring, or you can attend to somebody's voice, right? It means that you are paying attention to what is going on, that your focus is on that person or that thing constantly. You're devoted. In other words, here's what I felt like the Lord showed me. The first church, they attended to a few things continually. They were constantly attending to a few things Regularly, constantly, consistently, on a regular basis, they were focused on certain things. Not once, not occasionally, come on somebody, not not on January the 3rd, but on February 7th. And when we get to July, and I don't know what the Sundays are in July, so I'm not going to try to throw out some date to you, but it means constantly regularly on a daily basis in some places and here are a few things that I see personally in Scripture that these believers devoted themselves to consistently and that we're gonna talk about over the next several weeks the first one that I see and I'm just kind of breaking them down into to, to simple words but the first one is instruction or you could put I put in parentheses discipleship they were focused on learning and growing Knowing God more, knowing what his word said, right? Teach me something. Help me grow. I, we are going to be devoted to growth and discipleship. The second one is fellowship. I was going to say, I think these are up here. Community and prayer, generosity, giving and sharing, worshiping together. Come on. These are, these are just some of the things that as you read these, these few verses, right after the church began it says they were devoted to this they were constantly attending to this right they were devoted to certain things they weren't devoted to 117 things they weren't devoted to 245 different things How many of you know that when you're trying to be devoted to 200 different things, your devotion gets worn thin? You can't attend constantly to a whole bunch of things, but you can attend constantly to what really matters. You can attend constantly to what will build your faith and what will grow you and what will sustain you in the long run. And because of their devotion to these things, I find it interesting that at the end of what we just read, It says they were devoted to this, and they were meeting together, and they were gathering together, and they were eating together, and there was community, and they were praying together on a regular basis. They were doing all of these things. And at the very end, it says that the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were being saved. In other words, the way that I read this, the way that I see this, it looks to me like their devotion was in this place, and God said, we need to add more people to that. So because their devotion is here, because they're focused on these things and they're attending to this constantly and they're praying and they're seeking me and they're worshiping together and they're growing together and their generosity is just extravagant, right? We just read it. It said that they were selling their property to meet the needs of the other believers. How are you doing with that? (laughs) They were selling their stuff. Like, oh, you have a need? Let me just go sell something so that I can help meet your need. So that we can take care of each other. So that we can be there for each other. Because it's not about me. I'm just a part of the body. We're all a part of the body of Christ. And it says that they were were generous and they they, they were generous in that way. Like to that extreme. They considered everything that they had to be everybody's. Like everything that I have is yours and everything that you have is mine. And we're just... We're just going to do this together. We're on mission together. We're devoted. We're devoted. They were intentional to be devoted to kingdom things. And so here's my question for all of you today is what have you been devoted to? If you were to take inventory of your life and think back over the last year or the last 5 years, what have you been devoted to? What have you been attending to constantly? What is the thing that you are always paying attention to? You are always going to make sure you get to do that. You are all, like, you are consistent in that. And think about this for just a moment. How could, I, I, I was jotting some of these things down, and I thought, how could, how could the first believers keep going through persecution? How could the first believers keep spreading the gospel in areas where they could be killed, right? They're going into places where it's, it's like, it's a big deal. We could lose our lives. But we're willing to lay down our life to make sure that people hear about Jesus and what he did for them. To spread the good news, we're willing to go into these places and, and risk our lives. How, and, and I was thinking about how can our church, how can this body sustain in the midst of any pandemic or any difficult season? How can we, be, how can, how can we see more and more people become disciples of Jesus? Listen, I think it's by being devoted to the right things. It's by being devoted to the right things. It doesn't mean that that we're not going to have anything else going on in our life, right? You're going to go to work, but I believe when you go to work, you still be devoted to the right things. You're still going to take trips with your family in 2021. Some of y'all are excited about that because vacation got canceled last year. But you can still be devoted to the right things. You, you're still going to have other things going on in your life, but your devotion, the thing that you attend to constantly, it can still be the right things. Listen, whatever we're devoted to becomes what we center our lives around. Have you noticed this? Some of you are like, well, I don't, I don't understand what you mean. Let me, let me tell you what I mean. If, if you're devoted to or attending to fear, you will organize your life around fear. Can I preach for just a moment? If you're devoted to fear, you will organize and orchestrate your life around the fact that you're fearful. You will determine what you do and what you don't do and how you organize your life. You will make sure that it is all based on the fact that I am devoted to fear. Whatever you're devoted to is what you center your life around. If you're devoted to or attending to your career, you will center your life around the fact that your career is everything. If your devotion is into your is in your career, you will make sure that everything else in your life works around your career. Because that's where my devotion is. I'm devoted to that, and so everything else takes a back seat. And if it happens, it happens. If I get to do it, I get to do it. If I want to do it, I'll do it. But everything's going to take a back seat to the thing that I'm devoted to. Are you with me? If you're devoted to the news... Everything in your life will be centered around and organized around what the news says. Whatever you are devoted to, whatever you are paying attention to regularly, whatever you are attending to regularly, constantly, consistently, listen, what are you devoted to? Because whatever you're devoted to is what you'll, you'll center your life around. I'm going to make sure that everything is centered around the thing that I'm devoted to, and a lot of times we do it unintentionally. We don't even realize you were. To, if you were to look back right now, there would be some things that you would, you would say, "Man, I attended to that regularly. Like I was devoted to Netflix. Come on, <laughs> I was devoted to watching that. I was devoted to making sure I got to do that every month. I was devoted to that. Right? I was devoted to vacation. Right? Nothing wrong with being devoted to vacation. I love vacation." But it's another great example. <laughs> because when vacation's coming, listen, do we do this? If you're devoted to your vacation, you're attending to, you're planning your vacation, Like you're going to make sure that everything in your life is organized around you get to go on that vacation. Whatever you're devoted to, you'll organize your life around that. Well, I, I was thinking, and I, <laughs> we were talking about this a few weeks ago as, there's been some packing and sorting and things going on in our house and and we had noticed that there were some things that we were keeping that we were devoted to keeping that we <laughs> didn't need to be keeping, right? You ever been going through stuff in your house or you moved or something like that and you come across things, you're like, I haven't seen that in five years. Why do I even have that? And then you start to play it in your mind and you're like, but maybe. I might need that. <laughs> and so you're <laughs> devoted to, to holding on to things that you don't even necessarily need to be holding on to. And I felt like, in, in I wonder if there are some things in our lives that we may have been devoted to holding on to that aren't deserving of our devotion. And so we've been walking through 2020 and you walk through 2019 and you walk through 2018, but now it's a new year and, and you've just carried the same devotion for the same things over into 2021 and you expect your life to look different but you still are devoted to what you were over here. And what you're, I promise you, you can have the best intentions in the world in January of 2021. And if you don't change your devotion to the, to certain things come March, you're going to be like, whew, I can't wait for 2022 when I can set another new year's resolution to change my life. No, you gotta like, you gotta make some decisions. Because whatever you're devoted to, you'll center your life around that thing. Your devotion, it matters. And I felt like the Lord might be saying that, that something specific and personal to our church and as a whole as I was studying this was that many of us feel defeated because we haven't been devoted to what brings victory. Anybody felt defeated? Everybody's like, I'm not raising my hand on that. (laughs) Could it be that you feel defeated because you've been devoted to things that don't bring victory? You've been devoted to things that if you were to take inventory of your life, you're like, I don't even think that, I don't think that God called me to that. I don't think that that's even really worthy of my devotion, and I'm so devoted to that thing, but. Is it it making an eternal impact? Is it it changing you on the inside to be more like Jesus? What what have you been devoted to? Because your devotion matters. It matters. So over the next five weeks as a church, we're going to be focusing on these five things, and we're going to take one of them each week that I believe are worthy of our devotion. I believe that, that, these things are worthy of our devotion. Discipleship, community, prayer, generosity, gathering together to worship. These are things that I believe we're called to. We're called to. And so we want to be more intentional. More intentional in 2021 to make sure that we keep refocusing. That we keep making like, whoa, you know, like things are getting over here. We need to... We want to be devoted to the right things in your life. Come on, come on, men. Can I speak to the men in the room? Can, can we lead our families in 2021? Can we, can we make sure that we are devoted to the things of God so that we can lead our families in the things of God in 2021? We need to be devoted to the right things kingdom purpose and listen I said it earlier it's not that you're not going to do it you're not going to sit in your house all year long and say like well I'm just going to be generous today and I'm just going to pray all day today and I'm not going to go to work today and God's just going to take care of me like you're going to have other things going on in your life but in everything that you do you can make sure that your devotion is in the right thing you can still make sure, no, 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 I'm devoted to worshiping and gathering together. No, 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 I'm devoted to prayer. And I will make sure today that I get my prayer time in and I get to talk to the Lord today. Oh, wait a second, I am devoted to generosity. I know that he's called me to be a blessing to others. And so I'm going to make sure that I'm being a blessing to others. I know that I've got to go to work. I know that i got but I can still find time to pray. I can still find time to be devoted to the right things. You can be devoted to the right things and still have things going on. But we need to make sure that the things that we're centering our life around are kingdom purpose things. That we're keeping the main thing, the main thing. Amen? So I want to, as the worship team comes back today, as we end today, I want to talk to you a little bit more about the month of January and what this looks like for our church. And some of you... Uh, you've been here for the last four or five years and so you kind of you know the, 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 the things that we do in January, but I want to break it down for you because I believe it's important to talk about this and talk about the importance of it. And so the first thing that I want to talk to you about is 21 days of prayer and fasting. And I, I look forward to this every single year. and, and we, really we should do this more often in our own lives if we're just being honest. But I think there is something so powerful and so significant when we come together as one body to pray and fast for 21 days and we set our eyes on God and we say no to some of the things that we desire and that we want and maybe that we're addicted to, hello, and we fast those things and we give all of who we are to God. And so on the back of this card, you should have had one of these these cards that were in your seat or in a seat next to you. And the, our 21 days of prayer and fasting, it starts tomorrow. And so technically tonight at midnight, when it turns to January the 4th, we're on 21 days of prayer and fasting. Some of you are like, I'm going to stay up till 11.59 and I'm going to drink caffeine until 11.59 and then I'm going to jump into this fast. <laughs> if you do that, it might be harder on you, just saying. But January the 4th through the 24th, which is a Sunday, is going to be our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And here's what I'm encouraging you to do. On the back of this, there's there's a little guide um, and it gives you a prayer focus and a fasting focus for each week. And if you have been a part of our church, you know that, that we kind of build on this every single week. And so week one, it says sugar and caffeine is what our fasting focus is going to be. And our prayer focus is going to be on our family. We're going to be praying specifically for our families. And then in week two, you know, what, what we normally do every single year is, is we'll keep praying. Fasting, sugar, and caffeine, and now we'll add in some kind of a food fast, right? A Daniel fast, a sun up to sundown fast, maybe a complete fast if you want to do that. And and our prayer focus for that week is on community. It's on our community, on our city. Believing God that that he's going to do incredible things in our city and in our community. And then the last week, our prayer focus is on the church, and our fasting focus is technology. And so this is the one that that uh, that many of us would have a hard time with <laughs> because we're giving up things like social media we're giving up browsing on our phones when we don't have anything else going on right and we're going to continue to build on this now listen here's, here's what I'm asking you to do if you feel like the Lord is leading you listen listen to the Holy Spirit okay listen to the Holy Spirit If you feel like he's leading you to fast something completely different for 21 straight days, do what he tells you to do. Okay? That's the most important thing I can tell you about 21 days of prayer fasting. If you'll listen to the Holy Spirit and do what he tells you to do, that's the most important thing. Right? This is just a guide to go off of. If you're needing some direction, you're needing some, you know, like, what what are some things that I can do? These are some things that we're going to do together corporately. But here's what I'm asking here's what I'm asking it's not that necessarily we would all do the same thing all together all 21 days because the Holy Spirit might lead you to fast something different but it's that there would be 100 participation not not that there would be 100 like we're all doing the exact same thing all the time and there are a lot of us that are going to be we're going to be on these three weeks and we're going to focus on these three things and we're going to be doing that together but i'm telling you listen to the holy spirit and let him lead you and guide you the most important thing is can we get a hundred percent can we just say you know what i'm going to be devoted to 21 days of prayer and fasting and whatever it is that you are fasting when you would normally be doing that thing or you have the thought to do that thing i my prayer my encouragement to you would be get out the word of god and read during that time take some time and pray during that time whenever you're being tempted come on you know it if you've been a part of this in the past you know you're going to get to like day five like day one you're gonna be hyped up you're gonna be energized you're gonna be ready let's do this you're gonna get to about day nine we're gonna gather together next sunday and some of us are gonna be like "Mm," you know (laughs) "Ah, i don't know what i did But what, what could happen? What could God do in our hearts and lives? How could he change us from the inside out if we would say for the next 21 days we're going we're gonna to pray and fast and we're going to give up the things. Come on, we're going to give up the things that we like to do so often and we're going to pray and fast. And so take that with you. That is for you to keep. Take that with you as a reminder of what each week's fasting focus and prayer focus is and we're looking forward to that. And then uh, on January the 24th, which is the last... Uh, the last day of the fast, two things are happening on that day that you need to be aware of. And I want to tell you about one of them so that you can be praying, right? So that you can be praying about it. The first one is Give Big Weekend. On Sunday, January the 24th, we have what we call Give Big Weekend. It's the last day of the fast. And and if you, if you read, I've said this know, probably a hundred times, but if if you read, there was a portion in the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus is giving instruction. He says, when you pray, when you fast, and when you give, when you pray, when you fast, and when you give, it was like, there was an assumption that, hey, as followers of me, there are going to be seasons where you're going to pray. There are going to be seasons when you're going to fast. There are going to be seasons when you're going to give. There are going to be times when I'm going to lead you in these different ways. And so we want to begin every year with prayer, fasting, and giving. And there's not a dollar figure that we're asking anybody to give. We're just asking you to pray and ask the holy spirit what is it that you want me to give to honor you to begin 2021 in january of 2021 what is it that you want me to give and that's what i'm going to do it's not a goal it's not something we're trying to achieve it's not anything like that it is an opportunity we've already been praying about it and we felt like i think it was a two or three weeks ago we felt like the lord told us hey this is what i want you to give and so my encouragement to you is pray Ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that you want me to give on January 24th when we gather together and we have that time of giving? What is it that you want me to give? And then the last thing is that night on Sunday, January the 24th, we're gonna have a night of worship. We did this last year and we're gonna end 21 days of prayer and fasting with a night of worship together at six o'clock that evening. And so I believe it's gonna be a powerful time. It was last year as we ended the fast together. And I am so excited about what God is gonna do in your life. Come on, we don't fast to get things from God. It's not about giving up something so that God will do something for me. This, The whole point of this is to set aside 21 days to draw closer to Him. Because when we draw close to Him, He draws close to us. And I want to I want to know you more. I want a more intimate relationship with you. I, I, I want to be about the things that you're about. I want to refocus. And so for the next 21 days, we're going to pray. And we're going to fast together. And then we're going to give whatever it is that God puts on our heart to give. And then that night, we're going to come together, and we're just going to lift up the name of Jesus as we end 21 days of prayer and fasting. Amen. Will you stand to your feet today? I want to pray for us, and then we're going to sing this song. It's a new song, and the worship team sang it earlier, the opening song. But it says, anything is possible. Does anybody at church today believe that anything is possible? That anything is possible. With God, all things are are possible and so he's able to do anything and so i want to invite the prayer team to come down if you're here today and you need prayer for anything in your life we invite you to come down for prayer if you're comfortable doing that if not you can we just encourage you right there where you are that this, at, during this part of the service that we just lift our hands and we lift our voice and we just celebrate the fact that god is able that god is faithful and that anything is possible through him amen so lord today we thank you for what you're speaking to us today uh, as we look forward into 2021, we thank you for your faithfulness. We remember the things that you've done, but we look forward to what is ahead, God. We thank you that you are going to be faithful in 2021, Lord, as we set aside 21 days to pray and fast, and we ask you what it is that you want us to give, and we celebrate on January the 24th, and we worship you together corporately, Lord. We, we just believe that you're going to do something significant in our hearts and in our lives. And so, God, I pray that you would, uh, that you would change us from the inside. Lord, that you would bring dry bones to life. Lord, that you would renew our strength, you would refresh us, that you would fill us again with your Holy Spirit. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen.